0: Learn to type Learn to drive Have fun Write postcards Letters take too long and you won't do it A postcard takes two minutes Be punctual Don't worry about what other people are thinking They are not thinking about you Write quickly Taking longer doesn't usually make it better Get up early See the world Call everybody by their first name From doctors to presidents Have parties Don't agonise Don't regret Don't fuss Never brood Move on don't wait for permission to be happy. Don't wait for permission to do anything. Make your own life. My mission this week is to be more Maeve.
1: Drama on One. Sundays at 8pm. RTA.ia forward slash drama on one.
2: Drama on One. RTE Radio Drama presents Kathy Bates and John Lynch in Tia Maria by Maeve Binchy.
3: Well, now, let me introduce myself. If I'm to sleep beside a beautiful woman like you all the way across the Atlantic, I think we should at least be acquainted.
4: (laughs) Sure. I'm Maria. I work for a children's charity. Here's my card.
3: I'm Declan Ryan, Asset Management. Here's mine. Coming to Ireland for a vacation?
4: Kind of, in a way. It's a return visit of sorts.
3: Really? When were you in Ireland last...
4: 1976. It's been a day or two.
3: Come on, you weren't even born in 1976.
4: No, that's very kind, but I was, well, 17 when I left Ireland. Nearly 18.
3: Well, I don't know what you've been doing to yourself, but it's certainly working.
4: Thank you very much. No beauty routine, no visiting the gym. Mainly hard work, I think. Uh, just a club soda, please.
3: And not hitting the hard stuff, I see. I'd like a nice big vodka, please. Start as you mean to go on. All night? No, relax. I'll be asleep at about half an hour. I do this trip once a month. I have it down to a fine art.
4: And do you have to get straight to work managing assets the moment you get off the plane?
3: Well, I have a client in Limerick. I'll see him for breakfast, then train to Dublin and into the office. Call the wife. Another full day in the booming economy.
4: And what will your wife do for the day?
3: Well, she does every day. She lunch. And she'll shop, and she'll spend my money.
4: Oh, that's pretty stressful.
3: Nah, not too bad. The fellow in Limick knows how to breakfast, I tell you. An ice-cold bottle of champagne and some fresh orange juice.
4: Champagne for breakfast? Ireland's changed since I was here last. Used
3: to be porridge and brown bread. (laughs) If you haven't been back for 30 years, you're in for one big shock. Good shock or bad shock? It depends. (laughs) Have you family back in Ireland?
4: Kind of. Uh, My brother Liam and his wife Kate are there. My parents are dead.
3: What does he do, your brother?
4: He runs a small grocery store. Mm -hmm. I guess we'd call it a convenience store back home in the States. He often seems to be
3: short of money. (laughs) Nobody has enough money in Ireland today. Nobody. And tell me, did did you and your brother keep in touch over the years?
4: Not really. I mean, Christmas cards, yes, of course. Not not seriously in touch. He was only a kid in short trousers when I... When I left home.
3: Are you nervous about going back?
4: Not now. The one person I was nervous about meeting is dead.
1: And Liam, are you sure she wasn't offended that we weren't going to be there to meet her at Shannon?
2: In the name of God, how could we be halfway across the country when we have a business to run? (sighs) And, and look at the time in the morning she's coming in.
1: Uh, now, to be fair, she doesn't choose the times of the plane schedules.
2: No, no, I know that. But to descend on us out of the blue like this after a lifetime away and no explanation. She did say she didn't want to put us out.
1: That she would stay at a hotel.
2: Yes, yes. Well, that's the least she could say. Disappearing like that. Not coming back for the funerals. That's something I can't forgive. And have you no idea
1: what the row was about?
2: None at all. I was fifteen when she left. I was told nothing. Sent for a summer to my uncle's. When I came back she was gone. Bet it was a fella. Maybe a married fella. Oh, no, no, no. They'd have burned her on a bonfire for that.
1: <laughs> Lord, what easy times young people have these days. Uh, we wouldn't even dare to ask what Fergal or Maura were up to, let alone criticise
2: us. It. Oh, it's another country she's coming back to. She'll realise that in about half an hour when she lands in Shannon.
4: You had a good sleep.
3: Did I talk much in my sleep?
4: All your secrets are safe with me.
3: (laughs) Will you have dinner with me one night in Dublin?
4: Probably no, thank you all the same.
3: Why? Do I repulse you?
4: (laughs) Not at all. But A, I am much too old for you, and B, I may not be in Dublin.
3: You are not too old for me. I'll be 45 next birthday.
4: And I will be
3: 48. Well... Due to all those lasers and creams you use, we're almost the same age.
4: Oh, it is so not a question of lasers and creams. No way. My God. There's Ireland.
3: I hope you find what you're looking for.
4: Thank you. First thing is to find my nephew. He's coming to meet me, apparently.
0: desperate time of the morning, isn't it?
5: Yeah. Crucifying. Who are you meeting?
0: My sister. She's in big trouble. Failed her exams. She had to come back from her job in America sharpish. And you?
5: My aunt. I think she was in big trouble about 30 years ago. She went to America and never came back. Until now.
0: You're making that up. Why should I? Bet you're meeting a girlfriend.
5: Whatever you say. What's that? It's a sign, so she'll recognise me. Tia Maria. Is that your name? No, sweetheart. It's her name.
0: What kind of a name is that? I thought it was a drink.
5: It's what she asked me to put on it. Why? Because she's barking mad. There's a girl crying over there. Is that your sister?
0: Oh, God, you're right. Give me your mobile number, will you? I might need to call a friend after all this. There's a one in a designer suit over there. Is she your aunt?
5: Oh, I wasn't born until after she left. I have no idea what she looks like. Virgil? The very man.
0: And is this your friend? Sadly, no. Your plane was on time. If there'd been a delay now, we might have become the best of friends. (laughs) I am sorry.
5: Bye now. Be very nice to your little sister. Right. Off we go. Uh, Let me uh, take your trolley for you. Thank you. It's uh, this way. Was it a good flight?
0: Sure. Fine.
4: Did you leave in a hurry or something?
5: No. Why?
4: It's just that you're dressed very casually, not shaved. I I wondered, that's all.
5: I'm sorry. I I didn't know there was a dress code.
4: Please excuse me. It's a long time since I've been here. I'm I'm sure to get things wrong. Years back, we did dress up to go to the airport. It it, it was a treat. Oh, whatever. Do you have a Northern Ireland accent?
5: Yeah. I lived up in Belfast for a while. It's easy to pick up.
4: And what does Liam think about that? My accent? You're living in Belfast.
5: What, what does it have to do with him? Is this it? Did my father tell you it would be a limousine? This is the old van, and he, he's given it to me for a week to drive you around in.
4: It's fine. It's just fine. Thank you so much for coming to meet me.
5: Are you all right?
4: Yes, I'm good. I, I, I guess it's all more of a shock to me than I thought it would be. I feel out of place.
5: You should feel at home already in Shannon with so many of your fellow countrymen marching through it on the way to Iraq.
4: Are you trying to be anti-American?
5: No, not as such. Just anti-one aspect of America. That of it sending its troops through neutral countries to fight a war that the United Nations didn't even agree on.
4: A lot of my fellow Americans agree with you as it happens.
5: For all the good it does them or anyone. Um, <clears throat> I'll put your case in the back.
4: Look, we had a bad start. Let's not continue like this. My criticising you, you picking on me, okay?
5: I'm here to drive you wherever you want to go.
4: I don't know where I want to
5: go. Well, I have a map and a guidebook. It it may be hard to get places now it's high season, but we'll find something.
4: This was a terrible mistake.
5: Not necessarily. It, It hasn't begun yet. You've only met me. Don't judge the whole country on that.
4: No, I mean coming back at all.
5: What did you think when you decided to come back?
4: I thought I'd feel
5: free. Well, feel free then. It's only a week out of your life. What do I call you?
4: I thought Tia Maria sounded good. What do you think?
5: I think it sounds like a hooker, actually, but it's it's your shot.
4: Friends, Virgil.
5: Friends. Tia
2: Maria. The papers were late again this morning. A crowd of people belly aching that their day was ruined because they couldn't read about the British royal family or some television soap. Isn't it
1: just as well they like all that stuff? No word from Fergon.
2: Not a sound
1: out of him. Well that means she's not coming straight here, then. I told him to give us a proper warning. If he remembers. Ah, that, th- don't be hard on the boys. Isn't he getting us out of a hole, be driving her around?
2: Isn't he getting a grand fistful of euros to do it? When I was his age, I had to go out and earn every single penny. Oh, I know, Liam,
1: I know. And there was no traffic and people had manners and the sun shone all summer.
2: Uh, uh, anyway, I- I'm just as glad she's not coming straight here. I wouldn't know what to talk to her about.
1: I wonder where they have gone. They'd be on the road to somewhere by now.
5: So, now we're settled. Where do you want to go?
4: I meant it. I don't know.
5: Do you have any friends you want to visit?
4: No. Amazingly no friends in Ireland. None at all.
5: I'm sure you've plenty back in the States. Yes, I do. None of them came with you?
4: No, this was something I had to do alone
5: you want to come to my parents' place in, in Dunro? It's it's a one-horse town, but they'd be glad to see you.
4: I know Dunro. It's where I grew up.
5: Yeah, but they sold Grandfather's farm. That's not there anymore. It's just a shop now in, in the main street and a bungalow behind it.
4: I'm sure it's a fine place. Just fine.
5: Steady on. I <laughs> would be going too far. But where will we go? You can't spend your whole vacation in the airport car park.
4: I'd really like to go to Galway. I once went to Galway years ago. It was beautiful.
5: Wrong time of year. It'll be packed out. It's the Fla. The what? It's a film festival.
4: Like the Fla Yol, you mean?
5: Same word. Festival. But it's films, movies, not choirs and step dancing.
4: A film festival in Galway? Imagine.
5: (laughs) Pity you didn't know in advance. You might have enjoyed it.
4: So we can't go there then?
5: No. Booked up for weeks. Except...
4: Who are you calling?
5: Wait a minute. Hi, Bruno. Hello. It's Fergal. Oh, hi, Fergal. Is there is there any space in your place for the next few days? Don't you know what week it is? Yeah, of, of course I know what week it is. Why else would I be asking? Maybe I can do something. You can. Just for you, Fergal. Great. Where, where will I get the keys? Under the flower pot in the porch. Who is it for? M- my aunt. Who's the other one, Fergal. Seriously, it's my aunt. I oh. Believe what you like, Bruno. Okay? It's my aunt.
4: <laughs> you don't bring many aunts to Bruno. It's
5: a student flat to you, not a penthouse.
4: Oh, that's okay. Last time I was in Galway, I was in a student flat. It'll make me feel young again.
5: Right. Galway, here we come.
6: Take a load up,
4: Roads are very wide, like highways.
5: Not everywhere they're not.
4: Heavens, everything is in kilometers.
5: Some of us understand them. I'm not great at them myself because I live up north where they're still in miles. Still in old money up there too. Pounds and things.
4: And look at the gas stations. It's all in liters. How very odd.
5: Why did you go to America and not come back?
4: Didn't he tell you? Your dad?
5: I don't think he knows. Something he doesn't talk about anyway. I I didn't ask him. My sister Maureen asked him and he said there'd been some row.
4: There was that, all right.
5: What row is worth 30 years staying away?
4: A bad one. A long story.
5: So I'm not going to hear it, am I?
4: <laughs> not immediately. Where's your sister Maureen?
5: Living in London. She's shacked up with a Turkish guy. They run a restaurant.
4: And you live in the north. Why is that?
5: As you say... It's a long story.
4: Okay, that's fair. Hey, look at those houses. Are there any planning laws around here?
5: There are, but there are more ways of getting around them.
4: I had no idea there'd be so many cars on the roads.
5: Wait until you get to Galway, then you'll really see traffic. Will I get you a coffee? There's a good place here. We, we'll pull in.
4: Thanks, that would be great. Latte? I don't believe it. Latte in Ireland?
5: <laughs> you better believe it. Well, I've stopped. I'll call my mom, and Pa and tell them we're going to Galway in case they're polishing the silver.
4: Sure. I'll watch the world go by.
5: Yes. Oh, hi. Da. It's Fergal. Uh, two lattes, please. Did she arrive? Sure, she did. She, she wants to go to Galway, so that's where we're heading. Ma said to let you know. It's sorted. Well, then, well, that's good. What's she like? American. No, I mean, you you know what I mean. Oh, what's she like? Like a 48-year-old person. I mean, is she,
2: is she well off?
5: I don't know, Dad. I didn't ask her. How much is that?
6: 360,
5: please. God, give me patience. There you go. Here we are. Two lattes.
4: That's great. How was your father?
5: Between customers, as always.
4: Did he ask was I substantial? Sorry? <laughs> well off.
5: <laughs> of course not.
4: Oh, that means he did.
5: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he did.
4: <laughs> and what did you say?
5: Well, I said I, that I didn't know as I hadn't asked you. I
4: bet that went down well. As you say. I am reasonably well off. I live in a comfortable apartment. Not luxurious, but comfortable. I work very hard, so I don't go to fancy restaurants or art galleries, but I live well.
5: Why didn't you come for Grandfather's funeral?
4: There had been too many words spoken. It would have been hypocritical to forget them just for the day of the funeral.
5: Grandad was okay.
4: Whatever you say.
5: He hated having to leave the farm and, and come and live with us.
4: I'm sure. Hey! Hey! this is good coffee
5: it is so it's back on the road end of conversation is that it?
4: yes in a way if I'd wanted this conversation I would have come back when he was alive
5: did you ever consider it?
4: almost all the time
5: but you came back now
4: yes there was nothing here that made me stay away anymore
5: Grandad died three years ago you took your time
4: how long will it take us to get to Galway?
1: God, Liam, it's a great thing to be able to take the hour off at lunchtime. (laughs) Me ankles would be like balloons otherwise.
2: Yes, she's a grand girl, that ruler. And she's only 18. She could run the shop.
1: (laughs) She had the whole of Dunro, cheering for Poland in the World Cup. For all the good it did. (laughs) 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 Imagine, she's the same age as your sister Maria was when she went to the USA.
2: Yes. Yes, I suppose you're right. I'd love to know what took her back here after all those years. Fergal will tell us. Fergal? (laughs) We might as well have sent a block of wood off in that van as sending Fergal.
4: You mean those are people's second homes?
5: Very
2: likely.
4: What kind of people? Germans? Americans?
5: Dubs, court people, Limerick, anywhere there's money.
4: It's hard to get my head around. When I was here last, few enough people had a first home.
5: Still a few around would had a first home.
4: Like you, do you mean? Oh, not
5: like me. I could have had a home. I, w- I wanted other things more.
4: Is it intruding to ask what other things? Oh, not
5: at all. Music. Freedom. Living where I wanted to at the time. Moving on. I didn't want to serve in the shop with my father and mother. I could have borrowed enough for us. The banks throw money at you these days.
4: Were they disappointed? Your parents? Yeah, in the
5: beginning, but... They have a great Polish girl helping them now. She's better than I'd ever have been.
4: And again, without wanting to pry, did you train as anything?
5: I was in the bank. Didn't stick.
4: No, it doesn't really go hand in hand with music and moving on and freedom. Yeah,
5: sure. (laughs) Without meaning to pry, did you train for anything?
4: I worked at a diner when I got to the USA first. And then I did night classes and qualified in office management and... And then I set up a children's charity, and that was really it.
5: Are you like a, a lady who lunches out there, fundraising and all?
4: No, I'm not much good on the you support my because i will support yours" circuit. It has to be done, but others do it. I'm more hands-on. I work with the kids, trying to make sense of it all to them. Sense of what? The whole damn thing.
5: Ah, uh, yeah, I suppose.
4: And why Belfast?
5: It was far away from Dunro. Oh, seriously, I it. Have... Few mates in the music business. They were from the north. It it made sense at the time. Now? It's still a great place. I've I've a lot of people I'm well close to up there, but it's changed. Things are different now.
4: Much better, I've been reading. Yeah, yeah, oh,
5: yeah, sure.
4: You don't sound convinced.
5: Well, I am. now get yourself ready for Galway.
4: Surely not yet. Oh
5: Galway has spread out a bit since you're dead, Tio Maria. I'm
4: <clears throat> sorry. I don't know who this could be. I left instructions, no calls. Will I pull in? No need. Hello? Maria speaking. Hi, De- Declan here. Remember from the plane? Uh, yes, I thought if you were still at Limerick, I could buy a lunch. How did you get my number?
3: It was on your card. So, what about
4: it? What happened to the breakfast with the ice-cold champagne? Oh,
3: we opened the second bottle and I missed the train.
4: Oh, poor you. Uh, thanks, but no thanks about lunch. I- I'm at the outskirts of Galway at the moment. Uh,
3: is it turning out all right? The
4: nephew okay? Yes, I think so, yes. Right. Uh, look, lots of luck. i will call you again. Well, if you don't mind, I'd really prefer... He's ended the call.
5: Did he ask what the nephew was like? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> that means he did. Imagine, you've only been in the country five minutes... And already people are asking you out to lunch.
4: I sat beside him on the plane, that's
5: all. Still, he must be keen to have phoned you. You're a right little goer, aren't you?
4: You will not say any such thing to me. You will take that back now.
5: Do you hear? What? What are you talking about? I was only paying you a compliment. Having a little joke. You don't have to eat the face off me. Those were the words that your grandfather said to me
4: before he ordered me out of this country. I will not come back all this way to hear them said again. You can stop the car this minute and leave me on the side of the road for all I care. I am not driving another mile with you.
5: Hey, hey, calm down. A moving car is no place for a tantrum. I asked you to let me out of the car. Now. And I will. I'm not kidnapping you. In fact, the sooner I see the back of you, the better. But be practical.
4: I asked you to let me out of the car.
5: What's the point in me leaving you on your own just outside a city where there isn't a, a bed to be had for, for love or money? Answer me that. And what do you suggest? That we try and behave ourselves. That I drive you to Bruno's, show you where he keeps the key and I'll get going. That, that way at least you'll be near a railway, car rental, or whatever you need.
4: Oh yes, you're greatly concerned about whatever I might need.
5: Is that suit or not? It will do. Oh, you're quite welcome, I'm sure. It's been a pleasure.
4: If you only knew.
5: Would you mind if we listen to the radio, please? It might be safer than talking. I only it, Thank you.
0: ...culture take offense if we don't belch after meals, and our culture takes offense if we do. Not why do Americans say have a nice day when they don't mean it. The why isn't important. Whether or not we can accept it, that's what's important.
5: Sure, friend. So, that's the really important calc- thing.
4: I was trying um, to oh, what the hell different
0: behavioral norms <laughs>
4: Sorry, would you like to order? No, I'll wait to order until my friend arrives. Thank you. Oh, there he is. Fergal? Fergal?
5: Sorry, note from Bruno on his door. He'll be back at 3pm.
4: So that means...
5: That means he'll be back at 3pm. Why don't you have lunch here? I'll go off somewhere and come back and collect you after 3.
4: Would you care to have lunch with me? As my guest? No.
5: No, thank you. All the same, but you're all right.
4: Please. I would very much like your company. I doubt it. Don't make me beg, Fergal.
5: A farewell lunch would be nice. Thank you. We'll order now.
0: Yes, here's the menu.
4: Lord above, look at all the fish on the menu. Scallops, monkfish, skate. This is all new to me.
5: Once they stopped making you eat fish on Fridays, people realized how good it is. Now they eat it all the time.
4: What will you have?
5: Fresh sardines would be great. Wine or beer? A glass of white wine if you're having some.
4: Oh, yes, I'll order a bottle. Some shrimp for me and a bottle of Sauvignon Blanc for us both. Sounds great. I wish we could go back to where we were. Where was that? Before we had that silly row.
5: I don't have to think about apologizing. I'd say sorry as quick as anything if I needed to, but there's no way on this occasion, no way.
4: I apologize then. I was hasty. I, I took offence where none was meant. It was, just the words used, the very same words.
5: Look, it's bad you got upset, having waited so long to come back here. But believe me, I'm not apologizing for something that happened long before I was born, thought of even. Shush. I
4: know, I know, it was my fault. Of course, what I can't believe is that you and your father never knew anything of what happened. It seems impossible to have lived a whole life right the whole way through and the truth never came out.
5: Well, how could it? It was your secret and your father's. And if he never spoke of it and you never came back, how could any of us have known anything?
4: I could tell you about it now.
5: Not in a million years if it's going to upset you like it did back in the car. Believe me, I want to be able to come back again to this restaurant.
4: I want to tell you the story.
5: No, Maria, you kept quiet about it for three decades. Why should you start to talk about it now?
4: Because he's dead. Grandfather? No, not your grandfather. He died three years ago. I mean, Teddy. Teddy Tierney. He died last week.
1: Hello? Ma? Who's Teddy Tierney? What?
5: Quick, Ma, I've just stepped out for a cigarette. Do we know anyone called Teddy Tierney? Or did we? He died about a week ago.
1: No, I don't think so. There was a Tierney buried all right, but not in this parish, a few miles away. He was a wealthy auctioneer. What
5: do you want to know for, anyway? It's her. She keeps saying his name over and over. I was wondering if you had any background on
1: him. Well, hold on. I'll ask your father. But, Leah? Huh? Did that tyranny man who died there recently have anything to do with Maria?
2: Hear me? Well, not that I know of.
1: No, not that he knows. But
0: can't you ask her? Couldn't ask her anything. there will be a
5: tirade or, or a flood of tears. She's as mad as a box of birds. Bye now. Sorry about that needed a smoke did you ever smoke
4: no I don't think I did
5: (laughs) we all know if we smoked or not
4: not necessarily the last couple of years before I left were a bit of a blur I could have smoked I forget
5: I I could give them up so easily did you order
4: no No, I was afraid
5: I'm still having the sardines
4: (laughs) no I, I meant I was afraid you weren't coming back why would I abandon you You look kind of scared that I was going to tell you my life story.
5: Somebody's life story is fine if they're ready to tell it. Not out of guilt or or need for explanation or anything.
4: True. So you think I'm not ready to tell mine, is that it?
5: It may be a bit too soon. You've only just got here. Mr Tierney is only recently dead. Maybe it needs a little time to... percolate.
4: Percolate? (laughs) Maybe. Meanwhile... Meanwhile, let's order before we die of starvation. So, now are you going to show me Galway?
5: Sure, and we could do with a walk after all that food.
4: Hey, this is never air square. <laughs>
5: it's a bit of a culture shock, I'd say.
4: It's not at all what I thought it would be like. And where's Paaric O'Connor? Oh,
5: he's, he's had a bit of a facelift.
4: More than that. I read that his head was taken off, but I thought it'd been glued back
5: on. <laughs> no, no, wait, wait. Wait till I tell you what happened. They came. They wrapped him up like Houdini. They palletized him, lifted him, put him inside an open truck, and now he's in the museum.
4: I suppose a lot of the people I knew way back then should be in museums too.
5: <laughs> Maybe they are. Let me take your arm. These crowds are sweep you away.
4: Thanks. I'm just so amazed by these numbers and from every country under the sun.
5: You tired of walking?
4: No, there's a lot to see. It's been a long time.
5: All right, you win. You can keep up this walking forever. I'm exhausted. Let's find a pub. You must be tired from all that walking.
4: I think it's taking it all in that's the biggest thing everything is so different everyone is so I don't know so free compared to the way we were
5: that's what you wanted when you came here wasn't it
4: yes I want something impossible in a way like a square circle or a round square what? like to belong somewhere and to be free at the same time
5: I think we all want that
4: is that why you went to the north?
5: yeah in a way I thought they were fighting for something that was worthwhile and uh, we had sort of abandoned them.
4: You don't mean you joined the IRA.
5: Not not exactly, but I helped out a bit. You helped to kill? No, I never killed anyone, nor nor helped to kill them, but I helped to hide people, make distractions, that sort of thing. But the climate change, ceasefires, peace talks, assembly and decommissioning, everything has changed. I've seen as much change as, as you have this afternoon.
4: And you don't approve. You don't think that things have got any better.
5: They've got better, but they're not sorted. People here in the South are too easily satisfied and they think because Jerry Adams wears a suit and tie and because Ian Paisley looks like a, a, the lunatic fringe that somehow our side has won. But have you noticed there's hundreds and hundreds of them down here in the Republic for what they call the 12th week in July? They've boarded up their houses and got out. that's not getting it sorted to my mind.
4: Why are you telling me this?
5: As a trade. For what? You're going to tell me some story about yourself and Teddy Tierney. I wanted to have something to offer you in return.
4: What makes you think I'm going to tell you
5: this story? Because we've had the key to Bruno's place since 3pm and you haven't once suggested going back there and saying goodbye to me. Am I right? Or am I right?
4: You're right. Now that it's approaching, I'm not so sure where to begin. That looks a nice place. Come on, let's go in.
5: Sure, let's go in. I'll get us a drink.
4: I'm going to be a worse drinker than my friend the asset manager, the way things are going.
5: glass of dry white wine and a pint of stout, please. Oh, uh, hi Hi, how are you? I'm not great My sister keeps crying all the time We're in Limerick Where are you? Oh, uh, miles and miles away
0: And how's the
5: ancient aunt? Very, very nice, actually Did I ring at a wrong time? Uh, Look, look, could I call you later? You're Snow White I've seen a ghost I've actually heard the voice of a
4: ghost, Virgo What do you mean? He's alive That's him laughing He never died at all Did I faint?
5: Not entirely You sort of slumped down There's a b- bit of colour coming back now
4: Did anyone see me?
5: Nobody except myself and a woman who put some ice in her handkerchief for you That
4: was kind of her
5: Hold it to your forehead again Would you like a brandy or, or a sweet tea?
4: No, I'm okay Truly Virgil Yeah? Can you hear that guy laughing?
5: They could hear him laughing the other side of the country.
4: Can you go find his name? I'll ask. Don't don't ask him, or, or he might come over.
5: No, no, I'll ask around. Will you be all right?
4: You won't let him see me. Know that I'm here.
5: No, no. R- read a newspaper.
4: It can't be him. It can't be Teddy. I read it in the paper. There was a big attendance at his funeral. That's the only reason I came back. Because it was safe to come back. But that's Teddy's laugh. I've heard it for years in my mind, the way he laughed at me. Laughed that I could have been so stupid and believed all his promises, his lies. Could it be my imagination just playing a trick? I know, I know, I could be overtired. I've been traveling and walking and drinking, but that's Teddy's laugh. There isn't another laugh like that. Please, God, may I not be losing my mind? But if I'm not mad, then... then it is Teddy, and he never died. He must have died. I called the funeral home when I saw it in the paper... Yes, they said the late Mr. Tierney had been interred. Imagine, interred. What a phrase. Oh, Fergal, where are you? This is Ireland. It can't take that long to find out who a loudmouth guy is. Oh, there you are, Fergal. Who is he?
5: A bum. A nobody. A fellow they would like out of here. He takes over a corner and deafens the place. That's what the barman said.
4: Did you get his name?
5: It's not Teddy, that's for sure.
4: That means nothing.
5: It's the same person. This guy you thought was dead, what did he do for a living?
4: Apparently he ended up as a successful estate agent. A realtor, whatever you call him here. Ended up? When I knew him, he was an artist.
5: Is that a fact? What kind of artist?
4: The most talented in the world, according to him. Why?
5: The guy in the next room, the one with the voice... He's a street pavement artist. He does caricatures of people. That's how he pays for his drinks. He does sketches of the punters. Teddy. The barman says he's called Theodore. Been around here for a long time, he says. Theodore what? He didn't know. Didn't say. I I didn't want to sound like the Gestapo.
4: No, no, indeed.
5: You think it's the same fella?
4: I know it is.
5: So who died then?
4: That's what I'd like to know.
5: Are you going to go and talk to the guy with the voice?
4: Not until I know who was interred three miles from Dunroe.
5: He's flesh and blood, the street artist. I know, I can hear him. How did you hear that this fellow had died?
4: For years I bought the local paper. Every week I read the death notices just in case and, and then I found it. Edward Tierney.
5: And you knew it was him?
4: It had to be him. Same age, same neighbourhood, same name.
5: Did he have a wife and family?
4: No. I was pleased to read that he was deeply regretted by cousins, friends and the community. No marriage after all his bluster and big talk. Did you love him? Once.
5: Yes. But for years you kept buying a newspaper thousands of miles away. You must have gone on caring about him.
4: No. Not remotely.
5: Why did you go to America and not come back?
4: I was afraid that if I saw him again, I'd kill him.
6: (laughs) Nice drawing of the lady? Yes, of course you'd want one, as a souvenir of a night out in Galway. I guarantee you'll like it. People have my portraits of themselves or their families framed. I know this President Clinton has one of my drawings on his desk and Tiger Woods and Jack Charlton, so you'll be in good company. Yes, she'll love her picture done. And I won't put in too many chins, love. (laughs) Theodore can see the beauty of where it's been and still is. Just lift your head up a little and I'll start. How much? Oh, whatever you like to give me. I'm far from being a businessman. I just draw what appeals to me. There was a politician in here last week begging me to do his likeness, but he had a hard face. I wouldn't do it. I couldn't see the natural goodness like I see here. I uh, usually draw better with a drink in the other hand, so if you'd like to get me one, a rum and coke and a pint would be fine <laughs> to be going on with. Thank you very much, a gentleman and you'll be delighted with the picture of the lady. Talk among yourselves, but keep smiling. Trust Theodore. Theodore won't let you down.
5: I could put my mother on the case properly. She can hear the grass growing. She'll find out who died.
4: Or Liam. He must have known Teddy after I left. He was always such a big man around Dunro.
5: Wouldn't he have been too old for my father and his friends? They were only kids when you went away. They might not even have been aware of him. Oh, everyone was aware of Teddy. When were you first aware of him?
4: I was 15 and a half. The brightest girl in the convent. I was going to be a teacher. I met him where all the kids gathered down by the river in Dunro. I never thought about my books again. They were going mad in the school, wondering what had happened to their star pupil. It was love, that's what had happened. But even when I was 16, nobody took that into account. I couldn't sleep or eat or study, thinking about him. he kissed me under the ear and on the back of the neck. I can't tell you the desire he managed to create. He knew, of course. He knew very well.
5: Did he have other girls?
4: Well, not that I saw or knew of. When we all sat with our legs in the water, Teddy's arm was around my shoulder. Other girls looked at me with envy. And then... And then...
5: You, you don't have to tell me.
4: I do. And then he asked me to go to Galway for a weekend with him. Imagine... In those days, it was like inviting me to visit the planet Mars. But love does find a way around things. I invented a cramming course, and my parents let me come here, and he stayed in a student flat near the university. It was like being in paradise.
5: And when you were back in Dunro?
4: We managed, but it was not easy. And then the world seemed to fall apart. All in one summer... I failed the leaving cert, of course. I was pregnant, of course.
5: And in those days?
4: Even in those days, which were not great days, I could have survived that. It was what he did then that made me want to kill him. There's more? Oh, yes. You haven't heard the worst bit yet. I must go to the restroom
5: first. The the ladies is that way. You're you're not going to get involved with that fellow, are you?
4: No, relax. Calm down. I'll be back in three minutes.
5: It's important, Ma. That's why I'm ringing about it. Are you drunk? Oh, I'm, I'm not drunk.
1: Well, you're in a pub.
5: Yeah, I know I'm in a pub. That's why it's so noisy. Can you find out if the tyranny that died was the same tyranny that Maria used to know when she was a teenager? That she fell in love with? How
1: am I supposed to find out about that?
5: But Ma, all, all you have to do is ask around. Call me with anything you hear. Anything.
1: If I hear
5: anything, I'll ring you later. Otherwise, I'll ring you tomorrow. Jesus, you'd think I'd ask her to find Lord Lucan.
4: Back now, as promised.
5: Did you get a look at him?
4: Yes. Yes, I did. And is it? I don't know. He's so old and so fat. It's hard to see him as he was.
5: The years haven't been as kind to him as they have to you. What did he do that was so terrible that summer?
4: I went and told him that I was pregnant. He had a summer job gardening. He was in a greenhouse. I said I was delighted and, and I was. I really was. I, I said we could live anywhere, any country in the world. I didn't need money, I'd work to support the child, and I'd really work, I'd do anything so that he would have time to paint and follow his star. And he laughed, he laughed, a great big laugh. I have heard it day and night ever since.
5: Maybe you only think you hear it in the next room.
4: It's too much of a coincidence same laugh, same trade, almost same name. He leaned back against all these plants on a sort of trestle table and laughed. I can remember the heat of the place and the smell of peppers and tomatoes from one side and strawberries from the other. There were bees buzzing in and out of the place and butterflies. It was kind of sickly, and I felt dizzy and all he did was laugh. "'Why are you laughing?' I asked him. "'Because it's funny, Maria.' Because
6: it's funny, Maria.'
4: <laughs> I didn't see anything too funny about it. I was in for a murderous row with my parents and his, a shotgun wedding and a lot of disapproval. I was willing to support his career by being a chambermaid or whatever. He had no worries that I had failed my leaving and would never be a teacher.'
5: what did he plan to do about it all?
4: That's what I asked him. Nothing, he said. Not a... not my responsibility. But I said, of course it was. Both of our responsibility. And he said... He said... Sorry, Fergal... He said that all the other guys had been banging me for a year. I said that of course they had not. He said that's what they'd all say.
5: Bravado of some kind.
4: No, it's what he did say. And they all said. Weak, shivering little guys. His gang who were terrified of him. They wouldn't have dared to touch me. Yet they all swaggered and said they had me one after the other. That I was mad for it and couldn't get enough.
5: Do people believe him?
4: Yes, they did. Everyone. My mother and father did. The priest did. Teddy's parents did. They shook their heads in sorrow that I was trying to put all the blame on their son, who was only a child himself. They wouldn't listen to my talk of love. So then I was sent to a home to have the baby. She was beautiful. When she was five weeks old I had to have her adopted. She was called Sylvia. Your dad who was only a child was sent away to our uncle while all this was going on but I always thought he knew. Then my father said I'd disgrace them and The best thing was that I should go away, far away, and never come back. I said he'd forgive me in time. He said he thought not. That I had proved to be a right little goer, a proper slut, and those characteristics didn't leave someone. So I went to America, and the rest is history. Or at least a series of cheerful Christmas cards over 30 years.
5: And you think that's him next door? Sorry. Yeah, Ma. You have me tortured,
1: but the Tierney who died was Edward. Very upright, dullest man to wear shoe leather. The other guy, the one Maria knew way back, is his cousin, Theodore.
5: He's an Alco, a sort
1: of street painter in Galway, apparently. Jesus. That is what you wanted to
5: know, isn't it? In a way, Ma, yeah. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Did you get that?
4: Yes, I got it. Thank you, Fargo.
5: So what do we do now?
4: We go get my portrait done.
5: We saw you do a very beautiful drawing of a lady just a while ago. Can you
6: do my aunt? Yes, I'd love to do your aunt. Uh, Where should she sit? I suppose on my lap is out of the question. Afraid so. Okay, just so that the light falls on her that way. Hello, auntie. Having a good time? Very good, thank you. How much do you charge? Oh, it's not a price thing. I charge a token... A hundred euro and a few drinks. You only charged the last man what he thought fair. How has it risen to a hundred euro? Because your aunt has an American accent, you're from the Black North, and I want to show some profit on the night out. Now take it or leave it.
4: We'll take it, Teddy. Thank you. What? What did you say? Teddy, isn't that your name? Where did you hear that? Isn't that what the barman said?
6: Not for a while. Is this a vacation, as you Americans call it?
4: No, it's more a return to roots, as we Irish call it. Oh, we have Irish ancestors, have we? Born and bred in Dunro, like yourself.
6: Did the barman tell you that, too?
4: No, he didn't need to. I remember
6: you very well. Remember me? Nonsense. Nonsense. If there'd been anyone like you in Dunro, I'd have remembered her.
4: I'm Maria, Teddy. Who? Maria. You genuinely don't remember, do you? I'm afraid I don't. I had your child, Teddy. I gave away our child for adoption. She'll be 30 years old next month. You and I have a daughter, Sylvia. And she doesn't know either of us and doesn't want to. Every year since she was 18, I write and ask her to get in touch. That's 12 letters. And she wants to know nothing of us. Either of us. We gave her away. She says she'd like to stay away.
6: I haven't the slightest idea what you're talking about. Listen, you... Is your aunt playing with the full deck? I'd say so. So what's this about?
4: You were hired to draw my picture. There's the 100 euro note on the table. Kindly
6: draw it or I'll get the management to throw you out. Steady, steady. I can't be expected to remember everything from... What? 30 years ago, you say? Like a greenhouse where you laughed at me and told me that all your
4: friends would claim to have had the pleasure of having sex with me. Oh, you're that girl yes I'm that girl
6: well you got over it you're doing better than I am be the looks what's the complaint about are you seriously asking me that what I mean is do you remember me I remember the incident yes and did you think back on it not a lot no it was the only thing I could have done. Christ, I was only a child then. I was 18 years of age. What was I to do? Saddle myself with a wife and baby, get a job sweeping out of my uncle's shop, living in poverty all my life? Instead of all this you have now. Oh, come on, we did the right thing. You did nothing. I gave birth to a baby girl, gave her away, and have
4: regretted it every single day of my life.
6: Don't be ridiculous. How could you have survived with a kid?
4: Not easily, when you told everyone that I was the town tart.
6: I didn't say that.
4: You said that and worse. Nobody would have allowed me to keep a child. You stopped drawing. Shall I call the manager? Tell
6: him the story? No, don't do that. Have you any other children apart from Sylvia? I haven't a child called Sylvia. Oh, yes, you have. Not that she wants to know you. Or me. Did you marry? Yes, once, but it was a mistake She left me in the end We would no children She was very unbalanced
4: Imagine Fancy that And you? Me?
6: Did you marry? It's none of your goddamn business I'll take that as a no then What brought you back? I heard you were dead Wrongly Sadly, it was your cousin. A very pompous man. Neither drank nor smoked. Look at when it got him.
4: I was going to write through the social workers to Sylvia this year... ...saying that you were dead... ...and enclosing the piece from the paper... ...about you being a respected member of the community. I was going to say that you were not to be blamed... ...for what happened in the past. that Too much pressure had been put on you. And the next year, when there was a tombstone... I would have told her where it was. Imagine that.
6: I'm sorry.
4: What for? What are you sorry for, Teddy Tierney? You know, the way things turned out. But you think things turned out fine. You'd do it all again. You were too young. You wanted to be free to follow your art. You don't have a daughter called Sylvia... I'm not playing with a full deck. Isn't that what you said? All
6: right, Marie, you've made your point.
4: And you haven't drunk your drink. Is this a personal first? Here's your picture.
6: No charge.
4: Your money's on the table. I pay my debts.
5: Let's see what he drew. Hey. Hey drew a girl 16 year old girl did you look like that back then
4: exactly like that
5: are you very upset
4: not upset at all as it happens curiously free
5: like you don't love him anymore
4: I haven't loved him for years I told you that. I'm not afraid of him or his laugh. He's a clown.
5: And what about Sylvia?
4: No more begging her. She's a grown-up woman, older than you. I'll spend no more time looking at the mail, raking my emails, hoping to hear from her. And I'll tell her that. That will be my 30th birthday present, to leave her alone. I will always be there with answers, true answers if she has any
5: questions it's a bit bleak isn't it after all you've been through
4: no it it will be a relief to Sylvia no more nagging for me I can get on with my life
5: maybe you might even get married
4: oh no I can't do that why not
5: you're a fine looking bird still
4: no I can't I'm married already you see
5: you are you never said
4: well you never asked
5: and what happened to him how did it end
4: it didn't end He'll be waiting to meet me off the plane next week.
5: Oh, Lord God.
4: We've been happily married for 20 years. We run the charity together. He's Giuseppe, your Uncle Pepe. Tio Pepe, another drink to add to the cabinet. Tia Maria and Tio Pepe. And why didn't he come with you? Ah, He knew this was something I had to
5: sort out on my own. Do you have any children? Have I young cousins called Cuba Libra and Margarita?
4: (laughs) No, sadly we don't. So you have just one cousin, Sylvia. I'll tell her about you, though, in my next and last letter to her. But she has a handsome cousin, Fergal, in Ireland, if she ever wants to look him up, and that he's a very good guy. You tell her that. Yes, and I'd mean it. I would add, though, that he doesn't seem to have great stamina. He doesn't realize that it's a flat in Galway like a fiesta and that his aunt has no intention of going home to bed.
5: That night is young, Maria. Let's be a part of it.
2: That was Tia Maria by Maeve Binchy. Kathy Bates played Tia Maria and John Lynch was Fergal. Liam was played by Kevin Flood, Kate by Barbara Brennan, and Declan by John Kavanagh. Norma Sheehan was Angela, Liz Green was the radio psychiatrist, and Theodore was played by David Kelly. Sound supervision and location recordings were by Richard McCulloch, and sound effects by Damien Chanel. Tia Maria by Maeve Binchy was produced in Galway by Kevin Reynolds.
0: Learn to type Learn to drive Have fun Write postcards Letters take too long and you won't do it A postcard takes two minutes Be punctual Don't worry about what other people are thinking They are not thinking about you Write quickly Taking longer doesn't usually make it better Get up early See the world Call everybody by their first name From doctors to presidents Have parties Don't agonise Don't regret Don't fuss Never brood Move on
1: don't wait for permission to be happy.
0: Don't wait for permission to do anything. Make your own life. My mission this week is to be more Maeve.
1: Drama on One.
0: Sundays at 8 pm. RTA.ia forward slash drama on one. Drama on one.